brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life, back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter, hallelujah. How can it be? Yes, he changed the day. Yes. Hi, honeys. Hi, honeys. Welcome back to Shy's Tea Cafe. The cafe is open, you guys. I know, I know. It's probably been a hard week. Y'all been waiting for me to open back up, but don't worry. We're back open. So I hope you guys have your tea ready. I hope you have your drinks ready. Whatever you may be sipping on. I hope you got your notepad ready. I hope you're ready because I got something for y'all on today. It's the start of season three. And we're we're con- continue with the chakras. We're gonna continue to educate ourselves on that. But we we're diving into self love, y'all. It, it's time. It's definitely time. But again, the Shia's Tea Cafe is open. Um, I'm here. I hope you guys had a good week and not so much trying. Of course, trials and tribulations are part of life, and that's how we grow. But I do hope it wasn't too bad for you. For my new sippers, welcome, welcome, welcome to Shia's Tea Cafe. It is a safe place. It's a place that we not only discuss trending topics, but avoided topics, things that we we usually don't hear people talking about, which I've kind of been hitting it on the net with that. I mean, we talked about mental health awareness. Now we're talking about chakras and aligning them and what we're going to do to overcome these obstacles that come in our lives day to day, because it's a daily trial. Okay, it's a daily try to go on about your day. So, you know, with aligning our chakras per se and and realigning ourselves, we're learning how we can overcome them because it's not going to stop. It's going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. Trials and tribulations are going to keep coming. Um, But yeah, you know, last week we talked about the third chakra, which is ironic enough. um, It's funny because we're moving on to the fourth chakra, but it's actually termed as the third chakra like as far as another term for it so I find that to be a little ironic um but definitely it it, they all align with each other they all relate with each other that's the reason why they are categorized the way they are um but you know last week we did talk a little bit about you know um the solar plexus chakra I apologize I'm going a little blank here for some odd reason. Um, but we talked about the solar plexus chakra, also known as the Manipura. Um, but it's the third chakra. And we talked about overcoming obstacles and recommendations on how we can, you know, and what we can do in our daily lives versus if we don't have like a professional available to us at hand. You know, I discussed some yoga poses. Did you guys have a chance to do some yoga? I ain't gonna lie, I didn't, and my excuse that I keep saying is because I don't have a mat, I don't have the proper stuff, but I know I have to discipline myself to get on this ground and do some stretches because it's it's needed, it, it's all essential with the, with the growth that you want, okay? So today, we're going to be talking about the heart chakra, which is the fourth chakra, 
um, but it's also known as the Anahata. Now, Anahata is, in other terms, it's broken down into three terms. It means unbeaten, unstruck, and unhurt. So that's kind of where the heart chakra comes from. So it's literally where we're getting back in touch with ourselves that are able that we're able to love. Simple as that. I was going to try to like not make it more complex, but, you know, to simplify things, it's literally us learning how to love unconditional love again. You know what I'm saying? It's that love that we need in us. That we're going to, what we had in us, but with things that we went through in our life, it kind of more than likely went away, you know. Um, And it's bringing it back to self-love. Because self-love is said to be the best love, right? So we got to kind of get back to ourselves. Um, Self-love is an action, okay? It's not a state of feeling good. It's not just a state, okay? It's not just you saying, okay... I'm going to go do this temporarily for right now to make myself feel a little better for right now. No, like self-love is important, okay? It's important if you want to live good, if you want to live well. You know, it, it has a lot to do with your everyday decisions. Self-love defined is love of self or having regard of one's own happiness or advantage. So do you know how much of an advantage you would have if you simply loved yourself? Like, it's been renowned to be a basic human necessity, but it's also known to be a moral flaw. And I don't know why it would be deemed as a moral flaw, um, just because, you know, it it's something that we feel should be something instilled in us as far as self-love and things of that sort. But I feel like the reason why it's looked at as a moral flaw is because of the shortcomings and struggling to find personal meaning and things of that sort. Um, but that comes in, you know, because we begin to accept it and work it out that way. But hey, um, self-love is a big influence on our daily decisions and guides on how to cope with problems that come along. So like I just said, when you learn how to love yourself and you learn that big key of self-love, it does have a big influence on the daily decisions you make, you know, as far as who you should be dating, you know, what you're working on at work, the decisions you make at work. You know what I'm saying? It may be you might be approached with something by your boss that they're giving you the initiative. Hey, can you make this decision for me? I need you to make this decision. But because you're not being grounded with your heart chakra and you're not being confident with yourself, you're second guessing yourself and you're second guessing the decision you're making. So it's kind of like a whirlwind. It all comes together. And that's what I say. It's all it all comes together. Um, it also deals with how you cope with problems in your life. You know what I'm saying? You want to embrace that. You want to know more. You want to know how can I bring more of this into my life? How can I embrace self-love? How can I 
you know, appreciate myself more because that's what self-love is. It's a state of appreciation and it literally grows through your actions. Cause like I just, like I said in the very beginning, self-love is an action. It's not just a state of feeling good. So you have to make moves. Like I said, like I said before, faith without works is dead. So you got to make some moves with that. You got to appreciate yourself more. Do some things that support your physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. You can't complain about something and not do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Self-love is known to be dominant and progressive. Because through that, through your actions and through you being progressive and you being dominant and taking over shit, you know what I'm saying? It's you maturing because you're, you're you're taking accountability and you're doing what you need to do to get it done. You're acting in ways that expand yourself, your self-love inside, working its way out. Because with that, it teaches us to accept our weaknesses in a much better way. You know how, like, for me, I felt like expressing myself and crying was a sign of weakness. But it's because that was kind of what I assumed was being taught to me growing up. Because every time I would cry or you know, I would be in my feelings, it would be, I'll give you something to cry about, or like, you know, something of that sort, like, what are you crying for, like, what is that about, and it's like, can you ask in a way, a, a way that I'll feel more comfortable to express what I'm going through, or whatever the case may be, but like I said before, if you don't have that, if you're not encouraged to express yourself, you're not, in your adolescent years, if you're not, exp- you're not encouraged to speak up for what you believe in, and speak for yourself, and things like that, and you're more so discouraged from that, and shunned from it, it does cause these issues in your adulthood, where you're going to not know how to cope with problems, you're not going to know how to make a decision with confidence, you're, it's going to mess with you, Um, but when we learn to expand our inner self-love, it, again, it, it teaches us to accept our weaknesses in a much better way, where they won't be so much as weaknesses anymore. They're more so as flaws that would then be recognized as strengths, honestly, because you're going to turn that mindset around where you're going to be like, what they called weak is actually what makes me strong. You know what I'm saying? Um, You won't feel the need to explain yourself. Like when you do practice this self-love that we are so adamant on, when you do feel when you are there and you're like you're confident in yourself, you won't feel the need to explain yourself no more when you fall short. Like, say, for example, you know you had this, this, that, and the third going on with you, right? As far as your car note was due, your car insurance was due, you also had to um pay for some new tires last minute because your tire went out and you also needed to get an alignment. But then a friend or a family reaches out to you. And they're asking you, hey, I need some, I need some, can you, can you, can I borrow some money? Okay. And you let them know, oh man, I'm sorry. I can't right now. I I got hit with some things unexpectedly. And you explain to them what you're going through. And if that person can't put themselves to a place of understanding where they're not giving you attitude or being snappy or whatever, whatever it, it is like, you're going to get to a point where you won't even feel like you need to explain yourself. When someone comes to you and asks you, hey, can I borrow some money? Or, hey, can you do this for me? It's just a simple no. No, I'm sorry. 
even if, even if, I'm sorry is going to start to go away. Like me, I, I find myself guilty of that. I always feel like I need to explain myself so that people understand why I'm saying no. But when you get to that point of self-love where you recognize, you know you have your own thing going on and you recognize that. And it's like, okay, no. But why? Just no. That's all I can tell you right now. No. Get into the practice of just saying no without an explanation. Because we all fall short. We're all humans, okay? So, and honestly, it's not always reciprocated. So when somebody else is going through their things, they don't they don't always explain what they're going through. They don't always reach out. And it's because we are all are guilty of the same thing. We get caught up. We all feel like burdens. We all feel like, well, they're going through their thing. Why would I reach out to them with my, what I'm going through? I might as well just deal with it myself. But that's what this is about, too. It's about de- developing boundaries so that you do know how to, when it is appropriate to reach out to people and when you know you can sit yourself down and say, you know what, I can handle this myself. Recognize that. It's it's okay to pull yourself through. <laughs> you don't always need somebody, all right? When we have self-love, we have more ca- compassion for ourselves. I always say we are so hard on ourselves when we do something short. Or when we fall short. And we can't do that. You got to have some sort of compassion for yourselves. Because you've acknowledged that we're, we've all acknowledged that we're all human. Okay? And we are literally all struggling to find a personal meaning in our purpose. We're all trying to find our purpose. We're all trying to figure out why we're here. Why are we on this hell on earth? Why did God put us here? Why did our most high put us here? Why were we here? Even for our, my science people, why were we created? Why were we genetically created to come here and be on earth? For what? What is our purpose? And that's what this is about. It's about encouraging that. Where's your inspiration? Okay? Find that. All right? Because it's important. It's important, you know, to have compassion for yourself and for others. All right. So there's going to be things that come at us. And you're going to start recognizing that I do need to care for myself a little more or a lot more. I do need to align my chakras. I need to educate myself on what even a chakra is. What's the purpose of a chakra? What what really what does it do for me? What do I benefit from having from aligning my chakras? And as I told you guys before and I'll probably re-explain what a chakra is because chakras are very important. You know, they're they're it's an impact on our physical, mental emotional and spiritual well-being. I tell y'all, it's it's called like a snake. You know, it sits at the base of our our spine and goes up to the crown of our heads. And we want to align those. Awaken that snake. Okay? Well, let's awaken that snake. So, again, back to the heart chakra um when we're talking about chakras. So, we kind of we're kind of moving fast, you know, but I don't want people to think that it's only seven chakras. There's actually a total of 22. But the most popular 
And the most important, well, not most important, I, I shouldn't say that because they all are important and they all play a role with each other. But I would say that the most effective and the one that's most popular, there we go, is the seven chakras, which we talked about the root chakra, the sacral chakra, the solar plexus chakra. And we're going to be talking about the heart chakra today, which is the green one. So already you'll know that you'll start to realize what relates with what based off of the color. So when you think of chakras, you'll think of rainbow. So you have red, orange, yellow, and green. So that's what colors we've done so far. All right. So we're on green right now. We're on the hot heart chakra, which again is the Anahata, which stands for unbeaten, unstruck, and unhurt. And we're going to learn about love, healing, because through love is healing. So they do play hand in hand, and we want to learn that unconditional love. We want to learn that agape love. When we think of the heart chakra, usually people will probably think red, pink, things of that sort, Valentine's Day colors. But indeed, it's green. Now, pink was mentioned. And that's, remember I told you guys, there's 22 chakras. The most popular are seven. But pink is associated with the heart chakra when the healing energy through the heart chakra transmits through chakra 13. And very quickly, I can let you guys know what the 13th chakra is. Just bear with me one moment as I get to that point because I honestly didn't include it in my notes because I wasn't expected to reach out about the 13th chakra. But the 13th chakra is the earth core or universal mother. Okay, so that color is associated with pink or violet and it's outside of the body. So this one can't be blocked, but our awareness of it can be. And that's more than likely why a lot of us don't know about any chakras up above seven. But there's a a total of 22 and I'm going to be sharing where I'm getting my information as far as this. This was something I was working on with my tribe as well. We were reading about this um, because, again, we are all on this journey together. So when we all come to on one accord, it makes us that much powerful and our healing that much more effective. As you kind of know, the affirmation for the heart chakra or the mantra, as we discussed last week, is I love. So I love myself. I love my flaws. You know, it, it's speaking that out into the universe. You know, you never want to make yourself fall short because you're not speaking it to yourself. Our tongues are the most powerful muscles on our body. You know what I'm saying? So why not embrace it for something better? The element is air. It's in the middle of our chest. So literally where our heart is is where our heart chakra is. Now, you can tell, like, it, it may be a little off, or we may we may not acknowledge it as this being the problem because of us not being aware of what chakras are and the spiritual um, part in it all. Um, but when our heart chakra is misaligned or not aligned or overactive or underactive, you'll notice some physical dysfunctions, and that's 
dealing with your heart. So you may have some heart issues, maybe needing to eat more Cheerios than usual, some lung issues, chest. For, for women, our breasts have issues. So breast cancer, it's very cancerous. That's another thing with this heart chakra. When it's, disfu- it's dysfunctional, you make yourself more cancerous. You make yourself more open for it. That negative energy. Arms, upper back, you'll start having respiratory issues. Asthma, which deals with the respiratory issues. High blood pressure. So, you know, if you find yourself kind of dealing with these kind of complications, whether you be young, old, whatever the case may be, but acknowledge these complications. Make yourself aware that you're having these complications and do what you need to do to align your chakras, y'all. I know I might sound crazy. I know it may sound like, oh, well, you know, what is really about these chakras and what is, why are they so important? Because it has to do with our spiritual selves. This physical you is literally just a vessel. It's literally just here for you to do human worldly things. But the spiritual you is being held back. And you're holding yourself back more by staying ignorant of it. So you you might as well make yourself aware that this is really where you came from. And this is what you're about. You're a spiritual being and a physical vessel. Acknowledge that. The heart chakra, it, it associates with love, joy, compassion, generosity. You know, you dedicate yourself to yourself. Um, and you kind of acknowledge what makes you different, what makes you unique, you know. And that's through by being diverse. You know what I'm saying? You acknowledge that and you, you appreciate it. You cherish your uniqueness versus you probably being, you know, discouraged from doing that. But you look at yourself like, you know what, I'm different and I like it. You know, we're not meant to blend in. We're not meant to be like everybody else. We're meant to be all different. All right. We're all meant to be different. Yeah, we can have cliques and clans and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we all have to learn to be all in one accord. And let me tell you, in high school, in high school, people could tell you, man, I used to be like, Sometimes I didn't even eat lunch because I was literally hopping from table to table, being a social butterfly, making sure I checked on each social party that I was associated with. I was not someone who was just with the jocks. I was not someone who was just with the the cool people of the of the school. I was literally with the the goths, the people that wore all black black with mascara and black nail nail polish, and I was seen to be the Christian, so that threw people off. Um, I was with the nerds. I was with, I was with, I was literally around everybody. The ones that freaking did Pokemon before Pokemon Go came out and they was already doing Pokemon trades in school. Okay. I was with that group of friends. All right. Like I literally was a social butterfly and I went around to everybody. I made myself diverse. And I don't know if it was, it was so much a good thing now that I look at it because it didn't really help me with finding out my true self. I was just making sure I focused on other people's problem to not focus on my problem, you know, going through high school. Um, Just this weekend, I was asked, you know, are you going to talk about what happened to you, you know, your life on your podcast, like your actual life? Are you going to relate to the? And it's like, you know, I never even looked at it like that. You know, I didn't think that 
I wasn't being transparent enough, but like, I think that person who asked me, you know, I, I, at first it was upsetting because of the person and they kind of triggered, but once we kind of understood where we stand and it's like, okay, you're going to stop now. Okay, cool. So we're going to be cool. But that was a good question to ask because it did, you know, open my perspective to different things and made me aware that maybe I'm not talking about enough. Um, so yeah, when it came to high school, like I was, I focused on a lot of people's problems and I was always there for everybody else because of what I was dealing with at home. Um, I wasn't accepted for who I was, you know, as far as my sexuality. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, you know, strong believers. They are who introduced me to um, my creator, which is God. Um, But me as growing in adulthood, I know there's free will. And I do, I do want to educate myself on different possibilities and things of that sort, but I will always keep it safe and always trust the most high. But yeah, I was always focused on other people's problems because of what I went through at home. And one, it was my sexuality. Like I said, me being into females, I didn't come out. Well, it wasn't found out about my sexuality until about freshman year. Um, and that was because of, um, invasion of privacy I can say that now it was an invasion of privacy where my things were looked through um and notes were found from a classmate who had a crush on me and happened to be a female and um it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't liked at all uh, but that was that I wasn't able to dress the way I wanted to freehand. I, I couldn't, you know, unless I started working myself and I started buying my own things. I started buying my own clothes, buying one of the things that I liked. But I still didn't really know what it is that Sherry liked. Um, I wasn't in a lot of after school activities. I wasn't very encouraged to do so. Um, I did Boys and Girls Club. Yes, I know you guys are all familiar with the Boys and Girls Club. But it still never really did anything for me. Um, yeah, if I could redo my childhood, I really would. I really would. I feel like with the, ed- the what I know now, I would redo my childhood. And I would invest in myself a lot more because it failed from the people around me. Um, and that may, you know, come off wrong. But that's part of me staying true and knowing that there could have been more done. And I'm not saying, you know, it's all their fault or whatever the case may be, but like I said, more could have been done, but that's neither here nor there, you know, and that's where this is coming from. Self-love, you know, you find, when you find yourselves unable to do something or we stop ourselves from doing it, or we discriminate to get things done Um, you know, by starting something and not finishing it, I'm guilty of doing that sometimes. Um, when you find yourself being unable to even pray, have hope, you know, repent, which in other words is asking for forgiveness and not only towards others, but towards yourself too. When we kind of are going away from that, you're causing dysfunction. You're causing your self-love to decrease. 
It's also when you find yourself horny all the time. Why are you always horny? When you have a strong sexual desire, it's like with no reason. It's like, okay, you got to really get that nip it in the bud. Stop being a fraud. Okay? All of that works against the energy of love. When you find it hard to forgive others and things of that sort, all of that is working against love. Our anxiety being triggered, that draws us away from love. And we start to become arrogant. We don't want that. We don't want that. So that's why I say you want to overcome and face what you went through in your past. Acknowledge it for what it is and stop trying to sugarcoat it. Like, you really have to acknowledge it for what it is. Don't don't care about people's feelings being hurt. None of that shit. Because at the end of the day, they don't care about your feelings. And if they do, they have a funny way of showing that shit. So you might as well really take a step for yourself. Acknowledge that they did you wrong. Embrace that. Be angry. Be hurt. Be mad. But forgive them. And forgive yourself for being so arrogant. Forgive yourself for for believing that they loved you. It's okay. It's okay. It's time to move on, though. Draw harmony, empathy, and by being an empath or having empathetic characteristics, you're understanding others and what they're going through. You're understanding their emotions. And with that, you have clarity. There's no more confusion and chaos. You are able to unify more. The, the unity will be easier. You'll be able to forgive yourself and forgive others. And you'll have compassion. And that's how we will embrace our greatest healing. The spirit of love lies in unity, purity, kindness, and peace. And once we do overcome that and once it is achieved... The sensation we experience will leave us whole and in an unexplainable happiness. Once it's balanced, we feel happy. We have joy that's unexplainable. We are loving and we're able to be loved. Like We can accept love better. We have compassion for others and ourselves. We can understand others. And we're more generous. The homeless people we see, I know we used to rolling our window up. You might you might find yourself wanting to do more. You might find yourself, and that's not even just with homeless people. You might find yourself wanting to do more with youth. You might find yourself wanting to be more impactful. You know what I'm saying? When it's imbalanced, that should be pretty self-explanatory. When your heart chakra is not balanced, you feel sad. You feel disconnected you're depressed, you feel like you're grieving, and it's just you grieving, losing yourself. And you don't want to get to that point. You don't want to lose yourself to the point where you're sitting there crying and you don't even know what sense of direction to go in. Balance them out. Y'all know I always come through with helpful ways that y'all can do this at home. So let's balance them out, y'all. Here's some, there's the most popular oils are rose, sandalwood, basil, cedarwood, cinnamon, 
eucalyptus, ginger, hemp. There's so much more. But again, the link will be in the description so you guys can do your own research. Like, that's really because somebody asked me too. They was like, how come you only go like briefly over the chakras and stuff like that? And you you're short on something. It's because, excuse me, I'm trying to encourage you guys to really get out there and educate yourself too. I want you guys to know that you're able to. It's it's not wrong for you to pick up a book or search on Google, you know, chakras and what they mean and what does this mean for you? Because we all have a different purpose. We all have a different meaning on why we're here. And it's all going to be different for everybody. So you need to learn for yourself. You can't just go off of my research. You can't go off of somebody else's research. You have to literally use the sources and use it as as a cho- as an option. Use it as a search engine to educate yourself too. So that you can learn it for yourself and your perspective and what it does for you. What part does it take for you? You know what I'm saying? Um some crystals that you can get, which you can use while you're meditating. Um, and I'll, and I'll go over some meditation as well, but while you're meditating some, some, some recommended crystals and there's a hundred more, well, there's plenty more again, when you do your own research, you'll find that out, but there's the Amazonite, the Jade crystal, the Emerald, the Peridot crystal, which I really like and Rose quartz. And you should already have a Rose quartz. And when you start your self journey, when you're starting this love journey or you're even just a spiritual journey, you should have a rose quartz. Okay. Um, I have some yoga poses for you guys. I'm not sure if you guys used the poses from last week, but I got some more yoga poses for you. There's as last week, there's the boat, the bow pose, which was used. There's a bridge pose. Last week we talked about the plank pose, but now it's, it's a reverse plank. Upward facing dog, warrior one with heart opening back bend, wheel pose, and a half camel with heart chakra hand placement. So you would have to research that as well to confirm what exactly exactly those poses are. Now, when you have those crystals, there are some meditations that you can do. So as we stated before. You know, on the last episode when we talked about the solar plexus and the color being yellow, we focused on yellow, eating bananas, you know, things of that sort. So being on a green, you want to eat more green beans, broccoli, asparagus. I know some people like that slimy okra. You can have some okra. It's not for me, but y'all can have that. <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, some okra, you got money, you know, um, like the the one TikTok TikTok has you know TikTok is opening the doors from anything but um bling 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 goes the money tree something 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 money flows to me it flows to you abundantly so even if that's something you want to do you know if it's financial needs that you have um for my 420 friendly people you got trees <laughs> um you got that you know what I'm saying embrace you some trees this week you know if that's what you want to do. But you want to visualize a green light when it comes to meditating, all right, and getting yourself realigned. You want to visualize visualize a green light in the center of your chest. So what's that guy's name? 
Green Lantern. You know how he has that 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 green medallion in the middle of his chest. It's gonna be like that. You wanna fo- you wanna imagine that, and it's just beaming as you take a deep breath in and you exhale out. It shines brighter because you're you're exhaling that negative energy and you're inhaling that positive energy that you're wanting when it comes to you embracing your self-love and you embracing love altogether. Some people don't like roses, but you want to spend time with roses. Just be surround yourself with roses. Even if it's you buying yourself some roses, buy yourself some roses and just let them sit around you. Make a conscious decision to forgive. And it could be you taking a moment to forgive yourself for something that you did this week. So you may be on a diet, right? And you might have slipped up and had yourself a cookie because there was cookies out for lunch. And you was like, oh, one cookie won't hurt. But now you're feeling guilty as hell when you're at home and you're like sitting there like, dang, yo, I'm feeling guilty because I know I want another cookie. But you got to forgive yourself, okay? Forgive yourself for breaking your diet. It's okay. We're all humans, okay? We are all humans, all right? And make it up by feeding, giving yourself a salad, okay? With a little extra lettuce and not as much dressing or something, you know? But make up for it. You will make up for it. Um, but n- not only for yourself, but do it for others as well, you know? Make a conscious decision to forgive yourself and others. So that's what you got to do. Um, another thing is consciously recognize and express your love. And that means, you know, doing something random. Like I said, you're going to start feeling that urge anyway. So it might be, hey, you might be out at Dunkin' Donuts, right? Getting your morning coffee. The car in front of you. No, the car behind you. You could be like, you know, what? I want to pay for the car behind me. You know, oh, okay, well, that's nice. Thank you. And you pay for the car behind you, and now you're good. Now you've made the person behind you's day because they have unexpectedly had their coffee paid for. So then they might go out their way and pay for the person behind them. You know, it's going to create a cycle of things, but it's also expressing your love for your self love. You know what I'm saying? Constantly recognize and express your own love for yourself. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to putting yourself in a situation that you're uncomfortable with, don't do that. If you know that you're uncomfortable with it, put yourself first and don't do that. But when it comes to self-love and it comes to love altogether, I do have a seven-step prescription Excuse me for self-love. And it's ways that you can acknowledge your love for yourself and embrace it and make it better. So let's go through these seven steps. Number one, become mindful. All right. And that just simply means be mindful of who you are and act on self-preference versus what others may want or they may want you to do. Do what you want to do. What makes you happy? Would you rather go drinking or would you rather sip and paint? You know, some people want to drink. Um, No, sip and twerk or sip and paint. If you know your preference is sip and paint, don't make yourself go out to the club where you, you got booties in your face and you feeling uncomfortable. 
Be more mindful that that's not your environment. Number two, act on needs versus wants. Love yourself enough to turn away from wants and desires. It's hard, I know. But love yourself enough to know better, okay? Like, for real. Like I just said earlier about the whole cookie. You know you ain't supposed to be eating that cookie. Love yourself enough to know that you have a goal that you want your body to be or you need your body to be more health-wise. And you're going to stay persistent on that because you love yourself that much. Stay centered by staying focused on that. Focus on your needs. Stop yourself from developed automatic behaviors that usually do get you in trouble at the end of the day. They keep you in the past or keep you at that weight, in other words. And it lessens your self-love because you're, you're going to start beating yourself up like, ah. Oh, I really did that, like, and you're going to keep going on about it, on about it, when you really, all of, all you had to do was love yourself enough to know that it wasn't for you in the first place, okay, even with love, all right, even with, when it comes to relationships and things of that sort, love yourself to know, love, love yourself enough to know that if you're with somebody, right, and Say that it's deep, okay? Y'all been married for about two years. We'll, we'll say only two years, but you've been together for about five. Um, but t- you married for two. Moved in together. Y'all already been living together, things of that sort. But once the marriage happened, you noticed things had changed. But you did. You wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. Now, two years later, those behaviors are still going on, okay? But why is that? Because you haven't stopped yourself to turn away from that and know what it is that you need, all right? And address that. Address your partner, all right? Address it. Number three, practice pampering yourself. That means going to get your nails done, getting a pedicure, males too, because y'all feet. Some of y'all males, y'all feet be looking like y'all fought in Wakanda and was dealing with Shaka Khan and all types of stuff. Y'all need to go and let Ling Ling play with your feet a little bit, soak it in some holy water and some some um Himalayan salt or something. I don't know, but some of y'all do need to go out there and do some self-love, all right? I know with work, we can get ourselves so caught up, but you have to, you got to get yourself to a point where you have to be like, you know what you can, you have to observe yourself and be like, you know, I look rough. I got to go do something about this. Like this morning, I ain't going to lie. I I took my hair out yesterday. I was supposed to wash my hair yesterday, but my excuse was that I was so caught up in things. So then when I woke up today and I saw myself in the mirror, I scared myself. So I knew. I was like, no, you need to love yourself enough to do your hair today. <laughs> At least wash it, boo. <laughs> so that's what I did. So I got my little cute puff on my head. Y'all know, little uh, little curl puff on my head. But, you know, even with daily love, showering, simple shower, okay? Because some of y'all get so lazy. Yeah, I'm yelling. My voice went up because some of y'all get so lazy that y'all be over there smelling like bacalao. And if you don't know what bacalao is, good for you. Okay, but you're not don't be walking around smelling like that because you don't want to take the time out to shower and wash your booty. Take some time out. Shower. Just a simple shower. 
is a is a practice of pampering yourself. When you get out the shower, lotion yourself, moisturize your skin. Okay, you do not want to be out here with wrinkly skin in your 30s because you failed to moisturize yourself in your early 20s. All right, let's get it, nip it in the bud now. Practice it now. Eat healthier, exercise, do some stretches. All right. Instead of just letting your dog roam the roam the yard, actually put a leash on your dog and go for a walk. Encourage yourself to walk too. Be active. Sleep proper. Make it a make it a priority to sleep. Okay, get some proper sleep. <laughs> but my grown folks, get some intimacy going. Some red light special. I don't listen. I don't care what it is. Put your kids up. All right. All right. Put your kids up. Get them to a point. If you got to, drop them off at grandma's house for the night. Drop them off at grandma's house for the night. But take some time for yourself with you and your partner, man. Intimacy. Healthy social events. Like I said, the paint and sip. That's really fun. I don't know. I haven't done it myself, but I would love to. Um, But do that. And by doing that, you're setting boundaries. And that's number four. Set limits. Learn to say no, which I know we are learning to do. And that's with work, love, activities, anything that takes away from your self-love, say no to that shit. All right. If you know, all right, let's say for our our nine to five people, right? Usually our nine to five people, once they get off of work, they usually either work a a second job from five to whatever or they are working on their own business or they have family, they have kids or whatever the case may be. I know for me, I fell short of this too. Like if I felt sick or whatever, I I would make it my duty to be at work because I'm like, okay, but if I don't do that, if I'm not there, nobody else is going to do it. But in reality, you have to, you got to put yourself back to that place that I love myself more. I'm not feeling good. I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to push myself to get there and be unproductive to 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 for someone else's gain. All right. Honestly, that's not your own gain. That's someone else's. You're helping the CEO and founder of that company. You're not really helping yourself. You're not really helping yourself, especially if you've been in the company for five years and you haven't been promoted. I'm sorry. There's no excuses, especially if you've been doing your job and you've been doing what you need to do. Um, but take some time for yourself. If your boss calls you on a day that you know you're supposed to be off and they say, hey, can you come in today? But And and usually you make it your, your time to say, yes, I'll come in because you're scared that you might get fired if you say no. No, change that fear around. They need you. You don't need them. You're an, you're an asset to the company, all right? The company isn't an asset to your life. And that's how we have to change our decisions that we make when it comes to work, when we when it comes to the people we are around, all of that stuff. And that goes with protecting yourself, which is number five. Stop letting any and everybody call you friend. Not everybody's your friend, boo. And everybody ain't sister bro. They ain't family either. All right? Stop making frenemies. And I know y'all know this term. All right? Frenemies is people that make it seem like they want to see you succeed, but they, in reality, they in secret, they praying against that shit. They waiting to see you fail. They waiting to see you fall short. They waiting for you to call them crying. When you call them and you got good news and they're like, oh, yay. Pay attention to how they react, bro. 
pay attention to that shit. If they don't get as hype as you, or at least on your level, they not for you, my nigga. They are op. I'm sorry. I got a little ratchet right there because that it's one thing that gets to me. Like, I don't like somebody who makes it seem like they are going for you and they, they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm your cheerleader. But in reality, they praying against you. One, they on the they on the losing side already because they're on the side of negativity because they lose they're praying a prayer that your most high would not fulfill anyway because your most high wants success for you. So why would they pray that against you? Like it's they're working against themselves. So that's cool. Let them do that. Get rid of them. Alright? Get rid of the ones that you have now. Them little frenemies, the one that's like dot dot they just creeping, they trying to stay low. Get low with them and, and go ahead and uh cut that grass so you can see the snakes in your yard. Cut that grass so you can see the snakes in your yard and get get rid of them. Alright? Get that shine back. Get that light back. Cause people looked at you and what did they I they seen it. They seen it. Say they seen what you were saying to yourself. I genuinely love myself and my life. Get back to that. Start saying that to yourself. You know, I genuinely love myself and my life. Because it, it also would teach you to be more appreciative to what you have. Appreciate what it is that you do have and what you don't have. All right. Number six, self-forgiveness. We have to stop being so hard on ourselves. I cannot stress this shit enough. It's okay to take accountability of our actions. But what's not okay is when we keep punishing ourselves over the same shit over and over and over. Stop being so harsh on ourselves. We're all humans. We got to accept that. We are all humans. We have flaws. We all fall short. And like I said, this is just a vessel that limits our spirit. So a lot of times it's our flesh fighting our spirit. But there are no failures through lessons that are learned. So if you do something that is a mistake and you learn from it, it's not a mistake. Because you learned from it. Okay? And you gave yourself another chance to try again. Number seven, live intentionally. Live with purpose and design. Okay? You are here for a reason. Find out what that reason is, yo. Like, find out what it is. Why am I here? Why am I here for real? Because I don't know what it is that I'm here for. Who am I supposed to be touching? Who am I supposed to be? Whose life am I affecting? You know what I'm saying? Your purpose, it may not be 100% clear to you yet. But if you continue with your intentions being pure and you're living life as meaningful and a healthy life, then your decision making and the way you move in life and the path that you take will start to be based on that. Okay, so you want to live and and like I said, we may not know our purpose right now, but you still want to live pure. You still want to live in love. You still want to be kind. You still want to be genuine. You want to be true with yourself and true to others. And that's how it's going to work for you. So I hope that seven-step prescription helps you guys because even you don't even have to work on all seven, but just working on one or two of the seven 
makes a difference. Because you'll begin to love and accept yourself even more. You'll begin to be more understanding from other people and what they go through. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that matters. That's When you start to recognize that, then you know you're taking a step in the right direction. Okay? And that's really what you want. That's when you'll start to feel like you've achieved something or you accomplished it because you're looking back on what you have accomplished and you're patting yourself on the back and you're knowing that, you know what, I did that by recognizing what I needed to get done. Um, but yeah, continue, guys. I, I hope that today helped. I know I was more than likely all over the place because of just where I'm at as well with myself, and I apologize for that. Um, it's no excuse, but I continue to embrace that I'm human and I do fall short at times and I get distracted. Life happens to me too. And I, but I'm grateful because I have a supportive family behind me. I have a tribe that understands me. I have a partner who understands me. And speaking of partner, make sure you go check her out. Show her some love, man. Cause last week she talked about some uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I ain't gonna lie. We a lot, it's a lot of us PTSD um, patients out here. And I feel like it was more effective because it was like, you got that confirmation that you're not by yourself. Because when we think of PTSD, we think of the army and we think, oh, only people who've gone to the army can be diagnosed. No. And if you've been hit with life trauma, then go watch that video. Go check out what she said and, and definitely give feedback too, because she spoke powerfully on Tuesday, and I'm kudos to you, baby. You did great. All right, but definitely it's important to educate ourselves on all that we are faced with spiritually and on this earth while we're here. Um, again, her Facebook, um, not Facebook, but her Instagram is deeply underscore unlocked. If you haven't yet, go ahead and order my mom's book on um, Amazon, Serving a Life Sentence, Yet I Am Free. By Jerry Lynn Romans Peterson. She the link will be in the description as well. Um, but that book is something powerful as well, and it definitely instills that self-love and it makes you want to do that. Um, but guys, I want us to continue this. I want us to continue to encourage each other to do better, encourage each other to love ourselves and love others the way that we deserve it. Okay. We are healing one day at a time, but we have to do it together on one accord. When you feel discouraged, I am here to encourage you. And I, I know that it's the vice versa. Until next week, y'all, I hope and pray that this week isn't too hard. Um, what I want you guys to do is meditate on that green chakra, um, which is the heart chakra. And just say say these affirmations to yourself, you know, um, I, there's some, there's quite a few. So there's the first one, a powerful green light radiates my green space. I am worthy of the greatest love. I send love towards my own heart. I live harmoniously among all beings. I release all anger and resentment. 
And this big one is I listen to my heart and honor its connection to the hearts of others. I allow love to fill me up and guide me in all of my actions. And I gracefully move to the rhythm of life. Until next week, y'all, stay true, stay you. I love y'all with the love of God, and I want you guys to love yourself as much because you deserve it. Namaste. Oh.